Bombad fam, welcome here. This is your boy, the Cannon Junkie, and welcome to the combination airplane train that is the Bombad cast. And if you don't get that reference, then <laughs> shame on you. You should go back and watch uh, the the network premiere yes. uh, live stream. So, uh, but who is that? Oh, what? That's not why. That's not a young Nicholas Cage. No. That isn't. That that is. Mar, Mar, Marley? Who am I? What the heck am I on? You know what this is? Um, it is your boy. This is it's Scotty Jero, and we're coming to you in a v- I'm v- not v- drunk. V- video format. Okay? New. What? I have stage fright. Here I we think. are. Ooh, video format. Like, if, if, it, did you ever expect this? Probably not. Probably not. And also, if you're listening to not this audio, early. if you're listening to it audio wise, Yes, we are on video, so you can see our faces and see whenever I have to wince at Jerry for saying something stupid. It's it's going to be great. I can't wait. It's going to be all these moments will be captured. You can watch the fear in my eyes as I choke on my very words um, as I'm coming in there and stuff. But I was real excited to use that combination plane uh, train uh, thing. That was though. smart. <laughs> that, that was that was incredible. That was, that was an epic. That was an epic moment. No, Jerry, um, how are you? I'm great, man. Yeah. You know what? This is insane. This is new. I'm just thinking about this, that people are seeing us now. If you if you just had the displeasure of happening into one of our uh, live streams, yeah. then you've had to see our faces. Yeah. And now you have the option to not only listen to our smooth, velvety voices, <laughs> but also come to YouTube and go, whoa, okay, yes. did not expect that. They, they, um, they have, they have like, you know, they're... They're not just weirdos in their parents' basement, you know, in their dad's offices. I I am in a basement, but it's not my parents. I own the basement. This is my basement. (laughs) It's a whole separate dwelling. It is. It is a wonderful dwelling, you know? (laughs) And and with that being said, Jerry, how have you been? Everything good in your world? Man, I've been good, you know? We're just... uh, Trying to to stay healthy over here, yeah. you know, um, do our best. This is a crazy, crazy time. We've been talking about that uh, ever since all of this started, yes. right? Like we've been we've been talking about how wild and unprecedented this all is. And um, I'm actually about to start back to work tomorrow. Oh yeah. Uh, so here we go. Got to do what you got to do. Um, but hey, man, you got to do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just happy to be here mm-hmm. in this basement, which I own. Mm-hmm. Yes, which you own. Uh, to talk about Star Wars with my good buddy, um, the man who owns more Colors of Members Only jackets than anyone I think I've ever known in my entire life. <laughs> I'm proud um, of it. I had to represent the teal today because it looks almost like you um, like you got the colors zapped out of your like, – like there was there was like this uh, video they used to play it when I went to preschool <laughs> – where like some villain that? took the color out of the world, and so everyone was wearing like clothes that looked like a coloring book needed to be colored yes. in. Yes, 
And that's what you remind me of right now. Oh. I'm I'm representing the teal. He just sucked it out. So. It's like it's like the dyad. <laughs> the Don't like, suck my color out, Palpatine. <laughs> <laughs> that was that's why he got the red robe. That's literally how he did it. He this, sucked. Oh my gosh, that was it. That's exactly that, how it that happened. Was 100% Force percent tailoring. Oh, that's amazing. Force cufflinks. Yeah, sick. Well, I'm glad. Yeah, look, I, I'm I'm sure I see them every time, like little skulls or something. I just think they really. I think they look kind of uh, uh, snazzy. They're like that Sith. Uh, what was that Sith emblem they they showed in this movie? You know, yeah. like the those those little like it looks like the Boy Scout symbol a little bit. Yes, but yeah. more evil. <laughs> that's exactly Maybe. what it is. No, that's awesome. Evil Boy Scouts. Well, Jerry, I've, that's that's Palpatine. I've been good, and and I've got something to announce here on the Bomb Badcast. You're not listening no to way. this on a Friday anymore. We are now officially dropping on a Bomb Bad. So, so, so Saturday, and I'm I'm it's a down Saturday. with it. I'm down with it. It is a Saturday. Just chill with us during your weekends. You know that's what you can do, or wait till Monday, or wait till twenty thirty three to listen. You know it's up to you. But <laughs> Bombad, what is Bombadcast in the world of Star Wars podcasting, YouTubing, content <laughs> creation? If not the Saturday Night Live <laughs> of or Saturday morning cartoons. Yes. Of whatever. Star Wars podcasts, content, whatever. Yes. Uh, it just fits, man. It's it like fits. putting in your hey. VHSs in the morning, you know, like that intro video exactly. you just watch. That like that lovely, video. lovely intro video. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Just like the intro videos. Put your Saturday. We're so in sync. <laughs> we, we have figured it out. We have started podcasting. We've, this is incredible. Guys. Wow. Um, what you don't know is that me and Scotty finally figured out when joining this network how to uh, link our minds. We are now officially a dyad in the force. Whoa. So, see if I if I reach through here, you can see my. I wish you could like see my oh, hand wait, come through arm. Scotty's. That, that would be great. The other side, yeah. There you go. I guess we're not we, okay. We're still working on the we're dyad thing, out. but it's coming. Yeah, we're it's it's getting we there. Can pass through their and now we can favor. do bits like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We'll totally end up doing stuff like that. That's amazing. No, hundred um, percent. We are a part of a network. Kind of. Let me explain this whole episode. <laughs> I know you read the title. You're like, what does this mean? Star Star Wars introductions. Well, what I mean by that is, you know, most Star Wars introductions are like refreshing. They're full of action. They hook you like immediately from the beginning. And with that being said, that's exactly how we feel joining the Beyond the Blast Doors network. I feel like. We, it's just a refreshing start. It's new. We're almost coming up on our one-year anniversary in like two months. and I, I'm Or one month. I'm sorry, one month. And I'm just like shocked to think that. And like wild. We, we are still doing new things. We, we, have, we are like reinventing the Bombad cast wheel, which is great because we neither of us can drive um, legally. Um, and we're going to – Some might you. say that we never had wheels to begin with. Exactly. So We've now been we've got them. Wheelless. I mean it is a train-airplane yes. combination. Yes. So It doesn't matter. It doesn't need wheels. So <laughs> – Awesome. We're a boat. No, um, we <laughs> we want to hook you from the start. And with this whole new thing, we want to have a, a great discussion about the network and what a Star Wars introduction essentially is. Why is it important? So we are officially involved with something we find completely refreshing, full of action, and has got us hooked since Pete Fletcher inquired us about it. And that is the Beyond the Blast Doors network. And I'm... I can't say anything more because it's just that name alone gets me excited. We're a part of a posse. Bombadcast went from being two lone wolves, but now we're a pack of wolves. 
What's that? A what's pack. the? What was it? Uh, Zach Galifianakis. What was that line you used in a Hangover? What was the? It was a. Uh, it was like the exact monologue. We were. I was a lone wolf. I don't have it memorized, man. <laughs> I just look like him. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty. <laughs> I got George Lucas quotes for you all day. Yes. Though. Yes. Stuff like, oh, I can do uh, the the one quote I can give you from the Hangover is, "Hey, there were Skittles in there." And that's that's all I got. It's a satchel. Indiana Jones carries one. Yes, yeah, so does Joe Bayhart. That was phenomenal. That's, oh, that's that's the that was your line. That was fun. You're, you're gonna learn how to point. Yes, you did a good job. Fantastic job. Thank you. You're welcome. So yeah, for anyone not. not seeing this, um, maybe this can be your new thing. Maybe you can spend Saturday mornings with us. You wake up, you stretch your arms out, you look through the network website page, you're like, man, there's just so many great content creators what is here. There? What is I, we are just beyond excited to be involved with all these great content creators. I mean, like, around the galaxy? What? Beyond the blast doors? What? You got postcards, you got holochronicles, we got all new things coming out, collecting together. I don't know. I'm I'm stoked. We, we, we've got a great group, I guess a great team we're working with with new content now. Jerry, how does that make you feel, like, seriously, that we, we are involved it, with this? It, it's kind of surreal a little bit. Yeah. It, it's funny because, like, we've known of these people, like, uh, most of these people we've talked with, they're our Star Wars friends and yeah. stuff. I think we're just getting to know a few there's only a few of them that we haven't really talked with a whole bunch. Oh, but yeah. We're, we've all been, like, talking since all this planning has been going on before we dropped. And uh, it's it's surreal. It's crazy. Um, I think what this has taught me, uh, all this experience, is that I've learned that Shannon Morin and her channel and her podcast, uh, Postcards from the Galaxy's Edge, yeah. Is criminally underfollowed. Yes. So oh, yes. go right now and do that if you're looking at this. Like, I mean, if you follow, we're all on the, the Beyond the Blasters Network mm-hmm. YouTube channel right now. So go and watch an episode of her stuff, like right after you, you need to. watch ours for real. Because that man, Shannon is one of the hardest working people I think I've I've seen um, doing this stuff at, at the level that we're doing it. You know what I mean? Totally. And she's even, I feel like above our level because she's like in the visual effects industry. Yeah. We've had her on the show. You guys know. She's one of the but best. Like, and, and like one thing. Oh, what's up, Jerry? Say well, what's, what's uh, your one thing? Well, is it, uh, see the darn dyad. Oh man. <laughs> it's see, it's good when we don't need it. And when we <sighs> screw it, um, I, I don't know, man. Uh, just say your thing. I'm done. No, I'm done. no. I, I've, <laughs> I've admired Shannon since we met her at Celebration together. And, and like yes. the fact that now we're working with her, you know, we message her every day. We message Andy and Josh every day. We, we mess. We, I don't know. I, I just feel so privileged. It's weird. It's like we found this group of creators that we all jive really well with, and we all are seeking the same professional goal. And that, that I feel like it's just, such a special conglomeration of people. And like, we've got video now, you know, we never thought we'd do a video podcast and like, we're doing it. And it's, and it's, I like it so far. Maybe we never thought you guys would want to watch it, but yes, here you are. We'll, we'll so see. Jokes on and you. We're getting it out to y'all. And if our audio listeners are going to convert over, might as well do it. It's the time to do it. And we're just join us. Yeah. Join us. And uh, <laughs> I don't know, like, we're crossing into the next stage, and this might sound stupid, of bombadcast professionalism. And I guess we are. I don't know. It, it doesn't make any sense. I think that's an us. oxymoron. It is. Is that is that an oxymoron? It is. Maybe. But like Are we morons? I'm a we, moron. Okay. 
All right. All right. That's the thing. Like we've got like in our own group. Of course, we got Hala Chronicles. They're more of the collecting merchandising kind of group. They love talking about everything dealing with collectibles. We got Pete, who's kind of like David Letterman. You know, he's he's kind of there to to go one on one interview with people. He's got a great and he's got. I will say this: the cool thing about this network is you know what other people are fixing to put out, and Pete's got some killer content coming out. You will not. I am not kidding. Oh, dude. I am dying to listen, and I have no early access. I will wait just like everyone else does for these episodes. So. Um, <laughs> Uh, we've got, I mean, Beyond the Blast Stores has been something I've been watching for two years. I know you as well, Jerry. It's crazy. What? It's I'm, crazy. I'm I can't believe it. It's it's awesome. And what is even more awesome is that everyone has great taste in um, yes. comedy and also um, uh, thousands emo music. Yes. Uh, the early thousands emo music. So Early thousands. And late Not 90s. So. Emo music and also punk. So yes. I'm yes. down. down. You guys know I'm a punk rock hobo. Like that's what I look like. That's my whole. That's my whole thing. So. That's that's what Jerry is uh, trying to market with himself. A punk rock hobo, cannon junkie. Yeah, trying. You mean you, might you mean exuding? You might you mean exuding? Yes. Um, cannon junkie, punk rock hobo. Is that like all gonna fit in like a, a Twitter handle? Maybe. Might as well, well try. Might as well try. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm going for some sort of weird Miami Vice vibe right now. Like, like for I dig real. It. Like, I, can I dig don't it. know why. It's like everything I do has recently been like a Miami Vice aesthetic. I got the members only jacket. I really on. dig it. Figure and Dan shirt. It's fantastic. It's awesome. I really like it, and I think that everyone that calls your stash either a a porn mustache or a B yes. pedophile mustache are uncultured. Mm-hmm. Rick, <coughs> Rick Villanueva, <laughs> tumbling saber. <laughs> I don't want you to be worried. Bombac so will cough. not change because Rick will mm-hmm. still be a a, a a punching bag of the Bombad cast. So there you, I guess <laughs> who knows? Jared, Rick may to make Rick. his way. Rick and I are cool. Rick, uh, Rick, Rick, and, Rick, Rick may make cool. his way on here for me and him to hash it out. You know, who knows? Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Maybe I'll let maybe. you do that. That'll maybe that'll he'll be come always. to my house, and you know when this is all over, and I can like you know <laughs> uh, oh, throw a pie in his face. No, you, that's Rick. someone else's thing. Um, no, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I uh, I don't know. I'm making I'm me stoked. a Jar Jar Binks tongue sucker. That sounds no too suggestive. I wish uh, I could just we'll pull a photo up of that. Uh, maybe I will. Maybe I will. Just, just a nice yeah, maybe, photo. You never know. We're a video now. <laughs> <laughs> we will. We will show you all kinds of stuff you don't want to see. Um, with everything we, t- dude, uh, this will be talked about later. But for our bombad, uh, our bombad um, weirdos, we can now show them to the people. They can oh, literally man. see it. What? Roe guys got. Ma- I know Roe is going to be excited from uh, Scarif Scuttlebutt. <laughs> Yes, because yes. I remember him messaging me after we did our first episode. Like, can you guys like post those pictures and stuff? Like, <laughs> Ro, now you now can catch. Will. Now you, you can catch the the pictures on the stream and just wait <laughs> for the one year anniversary of Bombad Weirdos. Oh yeah, of it's wonderful weirdos. Just saying, it's gonna happen. A little bit so, of sizzle. Um, a little bit. Yeah, of no. To kind of close out what we're saying about the network is there's something new in the Bombad realm of possibilities, something we had never prepared for. Uh, we had talked about doing one at one point, but we never actually followed through with it. We are now all a part of a collective Patreon page, okay? And it's crazy how these things break down. Like, you can join in at the $5 level, the $10 level. I don't know. I don't really don't remember exactly how far it goes up. I think it goes to 50 It goes to 50 
it, it's all it goes split between each six. Um, is it six pod? I think it's six podcasts essentially. So we're all we all get a fair share of whatever you contribute. So Pete makes some cash. Um, we got. Um, Shannon, David, Josh, and Andy, we make it. So we're, we all benefit from any donation you feel that is necessary towards the, yes. the uh, Beyond the Blast Doors network. So that's really And exciting. it all goes uh, towards us buying stupid crap. Um, yes. Nothing for the shows. None of it no. goes to like actual what? production of the show because we're, I don't know if you know this, we get shill money from Disney. Yes, and we so, do. Um, I spend mine on Jar Jar Binks Tongue Suckers exclusively. Oh, totally. Just and, waiting and for the day I can I, shove one in Rick's mouth. That's still a suggestive. Mm, okay, shoot. Mm, I like shoot. that. He's going to have a, cool a field video. day with this. <sighs> All right. Take a deep breath. I'm done with um, this. I'm done with this combination train plane wreck. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, like, I, I, it's weird to say we have a Patreon, but you can support us now. Um, if you're a longtime listener, uh, just go to, um, I think it's patreon.com slash beyond the blast doors, and you can literally support us financially it's so weird but uh yeah i'm i'm super excited for this network and the possibilities that will come of this and please check out all of our network friends and if you listen to us you i guarantee you would enjoy what they also put out it's all positive yes. it's all uplifting stuff you know i Jerry, feel anything like else you want to add to that well i feel like i need to add a disclaimer after our last live stream that if you do decide to support us Please make sure that your significant other is okay with it because I don't want anyone else sleeping in a car. Um, nope. So. It happened to us. There you go. On our March live stream. Yeah, man. Yep. Go watch oh, it. March. What is I it? April. April live stream. But Ooh. By the way, if you're, if you're watching, I hope everything's going good. Um, <laughs> hope it's comfy in there. All right. Let's get into the oh, topic, awesome. Scott. What do you think? You ready? You ready? I'm ready, so, man. I'm ready. The reason why I wanted to introduce the network is because – there is something that we all love about Star Wars movies, and it's generally the way they start. And no, I'm not talking about the opening crawl. What I mean is, I mean the things that follow immediately after. The things that opening crawl kind of prepares you for, you know? And we're talking about just the movies, not, not TV shows, because that's kind of hard to really pinpoint exactly what we're trying to There's say. There's a lot of stuff. Um, yeah, so we're talking... Skywalker Saga, Solo, and Rogue One. So those will be mentioned. Um, why are these moments important? Why are these intro moments some of the most important moments of that movie? Because there's some things that set up immediate plot. You know, Attack of the Clones right. does that really well. Um, are there any visual parallels? Some, like, you know, visual storytelling. George Lucas just, you know, his wonderful poetic themes we find in stars. Are there any between these intros? And, um... You know, what do they mean thematically? Like, on a very complex level, what could they represent for the overall movie? So, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it's kind of uh, exciting because we have a thing in the Bombadcast, too. Best, favorite, and most fun. And that's how we kind of decide everything for movies. So, uh, we'll bounce back and forth. Jerry, do you want to start it off or do you want me to, do you want me to roll with it? <clears throat> well, <clears throat> uh, Scott... I was uh, thinking about this all afternoon, <clears throat> and I think my favorite yeah. introduction in Star Wars is um, Obi-Wan meeting Anakin, or like Qui-Gon introducing Anakin and Obi-Wan to each other, you know, where he's like, uh, Anakin Skywalker meet Obi-Wan Kenobi. That's the best introduction in all of Star Wars. Maybe the only introduction in Star Wars. I don't, no, there's a bunch of stuff. I'm Luke Skywalker. I'm here to rescue. Wait. Wait. Scott? 
too meta? Too meta. It's too meta. <clears throat> um, well, if he... Sorry, hey, I had buddy. To take a smoke break. <laughs> had to take a smoke break. Sorry. It was, uh, I, it was you or Paul coming Jerry back, doing... so I was kind of worried there for a second. No. Um, <laughs> sorry. Dude, that's the biggest all... dad joke. Paul... That's the, I've been waiting to do that ever since we like got into all the network stuff. Um, oh, man. I know. Oh. Dad jokes have been my thing even before I was a Some dad. Some things just so. don't change. Yeah. Some things just don't <clears throat> Guys, change. don't think that we're I all high it. and mighty and above our, our uh, pay grade anymore. We are above our pay grade. Um we're, well, we're yeah, s- we actually are for once. We're sleeping with giants <laughs> up here, but uh, yeah, don't think that don't think that we won't stoop uh, to the levels that we have always stooped to. So <laughs> don't worry, your bombad, your bombad cast, change. your bombad uh, fix for the week is still bombad. All right, I oh, it's still gonna it's still, it's still gonna, gonna be, be bombad and weird. Um, now you get to see Jerry, Scotty leave the room too. You're, you, Scotty used to do you, foley work. It was great. I wish you guys could have seen that. You will. <laughs> I mean, I mean, no, all that stuff actually happened. Oh yeah, no, it did. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. No foley work. What are you talking about, um, Jerry? Do you want to kick it off? You want me to kick it off? You go for it, because I really do need to think about it. Because I had that one in the chamber for a long time. So, so. let's start with our favorites, okay? So all a right. favorite is something you can watch over and over and over again, okay? So, um. My favorite intro. I've always been really fond of how the original trilogy does their intros. Um, It's weird. Like, to me, the only, like, really favorite of that trilogy, it'd be A New Hope because of how iconic it is. Right. Um, But, like, that's the ones you want to credit pretty much. And and I'm going to be kind of honest here. And in, 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 a, in a weird way, there are some of my least favorite introductions are actually the original trilogy. Um, they're, they're often probably the regarded some of the some of the best, but I don't really like how they kick off, except for the original Star Wars, which is like the epitome of just like pure, just showing you in the moments. The first movie to really do that. And um, my favorite, personally, the one that I can watch over and over and over and over again may surprise all of you. It is... Solo, a Star Wars story. Mm. After that little crawl, after the little crawl, I just love how the sparks happen. Mm. And then John Williams' music builds. The spark. Dude, that was the most, like, whoa, we're in this. And it's like, this is such a weird opening for Star Wars. And it's a shot of sparks, sparks, and then flashlight, flashlight. And then he starts the vehicle. And you can see how nervous he is. And you just see his face. And he's pulling off. And you see in the background what's happening. And then we see... That zoom out of Corellia, and then you see Solo, a Star Wars story, and you see the the ships being built, and he's driving back panicked. I mean, something about that intro just embodies what we have with Han. You know, Han getting himself in situations that, like, he really has a difficult time getting himself out of it. Because you see, I mean, he steals this thing. He's hiding something else he stole. He stole a speeder and he stole some coaxium that he didn't want anyone knowing about that he actually right. got away with. So it's it's weird to think that. And, like, then he has to keep going through this this opening. You know, you you see the underground areas of Corellia and you meet the, um, the uh, what's her name? Um, I almost said Mother Talzin. You meet, uh, you meet um, the. Holy uh, squirm. Earthworm. Get it? Jim. 
What's her name? It's Mother huh? Pro- Mother Proxima or Lady Proxima. Lady Lady Proxima. And like I know she has a bunch of uh like orphans under her and stuff. Yes. So we always everyone wants to go mother. It's it's yes. yeah, it's Lady Proxima. So Well <laughs> What happened? I love that. And like and I wish they would make like a black series of her. You guys would see it like you just put her in a, like a put her in like a water. You can like put I got her in a your spot bathroom. right next to the Ronto. <laughs> nice. Can you see it? Oh. <laughs> Show the folks at home, man. You can actually see his collection now. How cool is that? Wow. Uh, but yeah, you guys can like, hate it from afar. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of do. No, um, the the introduction just just that literally the first two minutes of the movie to me is just like. Wonderfully, Star Wars. It, it is my favorite. But uh, yeah, Jerry, what what is your favorite? Or if you want to talk about it, talk about it. Do you like that one? Well, I just I, I love that intro and stuff. That that is a great one. And honestly, I wasn't even thinking that. I, I guess I was thinking Skywalker Saga yeah. uh, strictly. But that's a good one because you do technically have a crawl mm-hmm. with it. It's different. It's different. I like and it. And there is the first time I watched Solo, I remember I was a little underwhelmed at first. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it was the first one where I felt like, huh, okay, that was a Star War. Yeah, good, good. And it's like afterwards you go into like thinking like, oh, this moment was cool yes. and that was awesome. And um, I've always known about the dice, but now everyone's making dice on Etsy, and so I need to get a pair and like, you know all that stuff. I still have that stuff hanging in my my you know on my mirror in mm-hmm. my car that I don't drive anymore. Um, you know, except for tomorrow, but. Uh, <laughs> Seriously, it's it's a something you never thought you'd see in Star Wars. And like when we think Corellia, you know, you hear about Corellia your whole life as a Star Wars fan. Mm-hmm. Where Han Solo's from Corellia, so is Wedge, yes. and, and all these other really good pilots and stuff. And you have this picture in your head, and to see that it's like this gray, bleak, it's an ocean world, mm-hmm. but it's like really like industrialized. It's like I feel like I'm work like whenever I go to work. In the factory, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm on Corellia, but yeah. a nicer Corellia. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where it's like, yeah, it doesn't feel like a sweatshop or anything like that. But it's just, it really exudes a, a real, I don't know, some vibe that we've never gotten in Star Dude. Wars. Which is like that that downtown industrial era, yeah. area of like San Francisco or something, you know. It, it almost it's, looks it's wild. like London from the early 1900s. Yeah. Just like shipyards. I love... It's There's weird. actually they I can't believe they make these vistas look cool. It's like you think industrial shipyard mm-hmm. and you're like, how can you make that look grand yes. and and like crazy yeah. Star Wars, you know, like space docks, uh-huh. you know? Uh-huh. And there's a shot where like it's you can see a lot of the background and it's like you don't see sky, you just see like buildings upon buildings or like whatever mechanisms upon mechanisms yeah. as Han's going through, like, it cuts to a, a shot from the side of him, like, you know, uh, you guys can see me, like, acting it out now. Like, whoa, whoa. Um, but you know what I'm saying? Like, that shot from the side where you see his speeder and you see, like, also the giant backdrop. Yes. And that is, that shot always sticks out to me as, like, that's kind of beautiful. Yeah. In a weird way. It is. It's kind of like, it, it's that thing where you go to Star Wars to see those crazy, insane visuals. Yes. You know? And yeah, I, I love that. That's a great pick, man, for Thank sure. Thank you. Like Thank you, thing. Jerry. I'm excited whole to hear thing. yours. Your favorite. Favorite. My favorite. 
you guys have to know, I'm 100% uh, flying by the seat of my pants. Yep. Which is, man, that's my sweet spot. Jerry's so, been training, potty training a three-year-old? <laughs> a three-year-old. And uh, I couldn't even imagine. Oh, man. I know I had it all calm, cool, and collected uh, on on our, uh, you know, premiere last yeah. Saturday. Network premiere, yeah. Um, there was literally a poo explosion in my house before, like literally right as I needed to get up to go uh-huh. get ready for the stream. <laughs> yeah. It's like my three-year-old was like, I think this is the best time to have explosive diarrhea like, <laughs> in my pants that gets up. It was it – was, it was not pretty. I apologize to everyone. I'm not going to show diagrams because it is video. Yes. But uh, I apologize for our audio listeners having that visual in their head now. So yeah, that's fine. Um, but but anyway, what we're here for. What is your <laughs> favorite, Jerry? <laughs> Man, at the top, off the top of my head, right now, I think I have to say it's Revenge of the Sith right now. Ooh. Not Revenge of the Sith. Not Revenge of the Sith. I'm oh. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I misspoke. I misspoke. Yes, please come back in tight. Um, let me see if I can make. I was just watching it. Rise of Skywalker, not Revenge of the Sith. Ah. <laughs> it's a. It's an R O. It's not R O T S. It's T R O S. That was my confusion. Duh. That um, is amazing. That's such an easy. I, everyone just went. Yeah. Oh. oh what? what? <laughs> okay. So I'm just why? thinking about like everything involved in that. With, Dude, um, it's heavy. It, there's a lot to it. It's not, and this is why I'm putting it at favorite. I think I don't mm-hmm. think it is the best, obviously. Yeah. But if you didn't roll your eyes into the back of your skull and just never rolled them back after the dead speak, which yeah. I I still think is a cool opening line in the crawl. We're I not talking about the crawl though. Incredible. Then it, it just kind of really tar- like starts uh, subtly with like the the Tie Fighters flying over yep. and everything and yep man this was like the last saga film the last as they mm-hmm. say so it had a lot riding on it I think we were all really overly like you better be good you better be yes. good yes and it seems like there was a ton of pressure on it and when you look at it on this side. Of like now we have the the complete Skywalker story. Sure, it, it's a good opening. I think you know it is. you cut Dude. to what we again. I know everyone's like, well, you could have. I'm okay. I'm gonna try not to get into the the complaints. Don't, what we now don't. know is Mustafar. There's Kylo Ren, like wrecking fools, um, cutting down. Uh, uh, you know, pancake head guys. Mayor, uh, you know, Mayor Mayor McCheese or whatever. Uh, In slow old, motion uh, Star, too. It was McDonald's incredible. Thing. That was it great. Was inc- they all oh, look like Constable awesome. Zuvio. Um, so yes. sorry, sorry to uh, <laughs> sorry to Heath on Twitter out there. You guys, if if all you Star Wars Twitter peeps know who I'm talking about, Heath is the biggest <laughs> Constable Zuvio stand out there. Yes, and. He uh, is. I mean, those guys kind of, they had cool hats like him, but, yes, uh, you've got all of that. And I hope someday we get like the extended version of that where like, mm-hmm. uh, Kylo goes to see the, uh, eye of webbish bog, which sounds mm. so return of the Jedi to me. So it's ridiculous. It's amazing. Like, it's just so fantasy. You guys know me. 
I love the weird stuff in Star Wars so much. Yes. I love the Rontos. I love Joe so Yauza. I love the two-headed alien announcer. I, all of it. Everything you all mm-hmm. hate, I love. I'm just kidding. You all hate it. Oracle that is a spider alien sucking on the head of a giant baby in a, in a swamp <laughs> on Mustafar? <laughs> the planet from Revenge of the Sith? It's wild. Where that big emotional battle happened, there was a spider on a baby head over here? Like, yes, please, give it to me. <laughs> Vader's got this real scary cast. Is like, do you want to go see the giant baby head? And the spider that lives on top. It's, it's, it's freaky. It is freaky. Critic, bring your, bring your guys. Bring your guys. Come, come. Bring the Death you. Troopers. It is quite, quite a sight to see. But no, anyway, so you got the finding of the Wayfinder with a cool mm-hmm. transition. Oh, it's great. But then the, I think the, the part that I love the most about it, Scotty, is the whole stuff when we get to Exegol. Oh, it's amazing. And first five I minutes. Love Ex- it just that? sets. It just sets up the first five minutes. Maybe just set up so much, and, and you know, it's only well, been f- about four months since the movie came out in theaters. So it's yeah. still, for some reason, like burnt into my head. Like, how did we get everything so quickly? And the crawl well, set it up, but like how it's executed in the movie is so important. And it's to me now that I've seen it a handful. I mean, mm. more than a handful of times. It's yeah, that is a contender right there for best for me. But but keep saying what you were saying. I'm sorry. Well, all I was gonna say is, for one thing, you're sitting there stunned that we yes. are like that. This movie is go. The first time you watch this, it almost feels like you're like getting force fed Star Wars through a fire hose. You oh know? yeah, and like in the best way now, but. <laughs> I remember like going, wow, they're just taking the cinder block and just laying it on the gas right now. Holy cow. Yes. That is like, yes, we're already going to Kit Palpatine and Exegol is a concept and a planet that I love more and more. The farther away we get from this movie. Oh, totally. Like, having basically Mordor for yes. the Sith. Dude, it's the opposite Star of Wars Octo. was great. Like, that was the, it's, it's just the opposite of Octo. It's yeah. like this. Barren this hidden thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. This hidden thing away, and like, yes, just the whole aesthetic of like the weird upside down pyramid. That like, I oh. still don't get the the geography of you go down. What's all? Yeah. What's all that? What's That's, the pyramid? I don't know either. But it's, but I love it because weird Star Wars, and of course, why yes. wouldn't there be a giant floating pyramid that you go underneath? It's a. <laughs> it maybe that is like. We'll have to talk about the geography of Exegol sometime. I don't know why we didn't talk about it with Alden last week, but oh well. Um, go check out Octu Radio, by the way, with Alden D. Yes. He's a great guy. Um, great dude. Just everything with Palpatine. The whole, like, yeah. my boy. There's so many great lines in that opening scene, dude. And oh, then dude, the whole, like, you know, what was it? He said, Snoke has trained you well. I killed Snoke. Um, I'll kill you. I've died before. You know, oh. all that stuff, man. Like Phenomenal. It's so good, and the the stuff it about is. like I've been every voice inside your head, mm-hmm. all stuff that we've been thinking ever since the trailer dropped with the Palpatine laugh, and then the line that I all through the Bombad buildup was like talking about that is the line I've been thinking about since Celebration when I heard his laugh, yes. like that line in Revenge of the Sith to me is what I want from. Rise of Skywalker. I want 
you to show me how unnatural the dark side can get. And he freaking quoted the line. Um, Amazing. I know it play didn't play for everybody. It plays like, oh, I get it. But like, I loved it. Phew, that's Star Wars, it man. It did it. Star Wars it just, is like, is 90% greatness and like mm-hmm. 10%, it might even be like 50 50. It might be 50% greatness, 50% cheese. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really? And it's delicious. So <laughs> that's my favorite. Dude, I, I, completely, I completely feel that because favorite is one of these things like you can watch it over and over again. And for some reason, you're still like, how do they pull this off? Like, for how? Real? Wow. Yeah. Um, now, the next one, I want to do most fun next because most okay. fun's interesting. Most fun is like, what kind of prepares you for the adventure? Because the movie actually, to me, doesn't even have to be um, like some of the intros, like The Force Awakens to me, it's not my most fun. It's not my pick. I just want to mention it. It's a weird one because it's exciting, kind of, but it's yeah. also pretty dark. It's a dark entrance. But, um, to me, the most fun, the one I like watching the most, the one that kind of gets the most out of me is The Last Jedi's, where you pan down, you know, and you go past the, uh, you go past the Radis, and you go, is it the Radis? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go yeah, past yeah. the Radis, and you go to the planet, and then you see what is, the Resistance is up against, essentially. The, the, the first row ships come in, and then the Dreadnought comes in, and like, everything that ensues after that introduction to me is like, one of the greatest bits of Star Wars. You get to see all kinds of things play out. You know, you get to you get Poe having his moment. You get um, you get Leia having her moment. Three POs involved. It's just like this great introduction of each character, and it's so cleverly done. And Ryan Johnson is really just one of the best for that reason oh, because it's the only Star Wars introduction that ever made me tear up. Mm. And I know that's weird. Why is that your most fun? Because it sets you up for an emotional adventure. Because everything that comes from this is just every moment counts. Ryan did something with Star Wars where every moment counted. And, like, it's a fun movie to watch for that reason. Just every little thing is important about it. And I don't know. I I love seeing Paige's moment. Oh, you dude. Know? It's fun for that reason. And then when the, 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 the sound drops out when Poe's yelling and, like... Oh, and then just the ship exploding. It's, I don't know. It is a fun entrance. When I first watched it, it made me tear up. Right. And I was like, I remember thinking to myself, and Kay was actually like, wow, this is the first Star Wars, intro- uh, Star Wars introduction that literally like had made me feel every emotion in the book. Yeah. So that's why it's the most fun for me. I don't know. Jay, what's your commentary on that one? I don't know, because I almost chose that for my favorite. Yeah. Because I wow, love it. Okay. Last Jedi is is my favorite sequel trilogy film, and I think my favorite film still uh, at this point. So, okay, bye, bye, subscriber. Sorry, sorry, subscribers. Um, sorry. Oh dang. <laughs> sorry, network. Uh, I like Last Jedi, um, <laughs> dude. Uh, I think I might almost give. I don't know because. Are we are we wanting to have overlapping little uh, uh, choices here, Scotty? Dude, if you want to, because, because like, the next one best is going to be interesting. Well, because best best is odd uh, for me at least. I, but well, you you go on. I, What's up? Well, I think that I'm going to just in true can junkie fashion 
just skip straight to my best, man, because I I okay I think this one's the best. Um, wow! So you think you think the whole TLJ page, all that whole moment is the best? I do not. That's that's not. I, I talk about it like it is the best as well. If you heard my responses just now, you would realize that I'm I'm yeah. somewhere in the middle as well, Jerry. So well, why is it the best for you? I'm kind of finding this too as we like talk about it. I don't want to take all your thunder away from you, but no, no, I love that opening and hearing you talk about it too. Like I love that movie and I love what Ryan Johnson as a filmmaker does with, sure. I mean, any of his projects, I dude, I've been watching knives out since November. Like I love that movie. Yeah. And like, uh, yeah, man, uh, Looper is great. All this stuff. I, I still have to see brick. Like I'm, I'm just finding out oh, how big of a Ryan one. Johnson fan I am. Oh, buy more, yeah. oh, more, buy, buy more subscribers. I'm sorry. Sorry, David. Uh, sorry guys. Um, I can't help it. It's what it is. It's the, like I, I told you at the top of the show that we get the shill money. So there you go. Um, <laughs> no, but I, I'm finding more and more, especially after knives out. I love mm. his style as a filmmaker. And I, it's, mm-hmm. it, it's unlike anything I've ever seen, yet it's so classic feeling too, at the same time. It is. And that's what I like it's about weird. it. It's um, weird. It's refreshing. That's, you that's know? for me, and I guess a good portion of people because it kept, you know, playing in theaters and stuff until it came out, even after it came out on Blu-ray and stuff. So I guess. Yeah. Um, actually, what's funny about this, real quick, so I can make more people mad. Someone liked a, a tweet I made back in August. Like wow, someone what? like added like the I forget the writer who came up with female Thor uh, for Love and Thunder and all that and basically mm. said like it's your reason it's your fault we're in this mess and blah 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 and um, you messed up Thor's mythology and all that and Taika Waititi had <sighs> had responded to that person and said uh, like like hold on a sec bro I'll mess up your I'll mess up your uh, <laughs> mythology <laughs> lol in a bit <laughs> or whatever just something dumb and random yeah. like I love Taika and then like someone under him had said hey be kind to the fans remember what we did to Ryan Johnson made an exam you, you don't Ryan Johnson didn't respect the fans you see what we did for him with him and. I what I guess I tweeted this was so long ago and it's so funny it came back uh-huh. into my life as we're recording this today right before this I'm like who <laughs> is looking at my months old tweets but anyway yeah um, I guess I had said given him a successful career you know with like the Ryan Johnson gif you know that yes. he does the, yes on uh on on the Dunbrock Island or whatever yeah and. That's I don't know. I just think that stuff's kind of silly. But I I because I love his work as a filmmaker, mm-hmm. that opening is subtle but unique. Oh, it is. Totally. In so many ways. It does so many things that they hadn't done in Star Wars. We hadn't seen in Star Wars yet. Like you were saying, the whole thing, like the whole sequence with Paige, like focusing Dude. on a person who's not a main character. And I'm like, I'm there. Yeah. Like I care. Yeah. And and man and it, it is it gives you chills i'm getting chills talking about it which i you guys know like we get chills all the time sure. whatever like come on virgins um but like dude that whole sequence with Paige, the whole thing with just it, i don't know it is there's a lot of fun to it too that's the thing there's a lot of fun in a lot of star wars oh, of openings, course but but 
I just think I have to give it my best because, like, I mean, the opening with Poe talking to the First Order, you know, who cares? Um, there's moms in Star Wars, yes. so I think mom jokes work. <laughs> um, I mean, where do people come from? <laughs> They're all born of the Force, I guess. Uh-huh. Um, but anyway, uh, that's all fun. Him blowing up the, like, things. Like, they are looking out their window from their perspective. Mm-hmm. You see them. Yeah. Like, that's a great oh, amazing. shot. and. The whole like zoom down to the planet oh, and everything about it to me does new fresh things yeah. while also keeping it simple. Yeah, he didn't do anything like too crazy or like, and I I don't know I I loved it. I mean I guess you th- bombs dropping in space is crazy, <laughs> um, and and off Bye the walls. Subscribers. And God bless your heart. <laughs> you know, Godspeed rebels. <laughs> so good one, G. Um, that's a great choice. Now you have best. a face to hate. Look, yeah. there's a face. No, you look, can look, hate it. I'll Here, zoom in on Hoy. Look, there you go. Uh, 1080p, maybe? Does it get close to your uh, yeah. your camera, Jerry, so yeah. everyone can make sure they hate it more. Here you go. Make sure to get your facial recognition software going so you can steal my credit card numbers, okay? Um, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> we should move on. Yes. So, <laughs> so mine now is kind of a little bit different um, because okay. I've been reflecting on it while you were talking as well. Best is something like it's got to be the one that hooks you from the start. You know, it's got to be the one that kind of like drives home Star Wars for you. And I said earlier, New Hope, technically, I mean, the most iconic. Okay, I will give it that. That's an honorable mention. That that gets like it's retired, right? That's in the Hall of Fame. Oh, dude, totally. It is just the greatest on the wall back here. It's really almost impossible to say that it isn't the best. But to me. If I were to look at Star Wars now and having known this movie came out almost 15, I mean, it is 15 years now. It'll be 15 years. By the time this episode drops, it will, it'll be close to 15 years ago when it came out. And I think Revenge of the Sith really has the best opening, like truly the best just for what it does. The drums. It's so unique. It is so unique for Star Wars. And then having the above shot of the Star Destroyer and these two things go down and sink and they spin and the music is just prequels. It's thunderous. It's big. And then you get a zoom into the, into the actual cockpit and you see Anakin and Obi-Wan. Man, it's something about it, Jerry. And I don't know what it is. It's just the whole awesome. moment. And then you've got, you're introduced to the conflict or which is on Coruscant, which is just crazy to begin with. And man, I cannot wait for like, the I think it's like two weeks from now or our episode's gonna come out two Saturdays from now with Eric. Oh, oh man. Gonna, oh my god. We're gonna go Just off. wait, guys. Oh, you thought the gonna, bomb bad buildup was over? <laughs> I'm getting chills. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. Man. Young fool. But, young Only fool. now when the network do you understand? <laughs> we will go forever. We yes. we talk a lot. We talk so, a lot. So I've got so, like a curl in my hair here. I can't get it. It looks nice. Look like a little yeah. bow peep. Mm, little 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 smolder. <laughs> yeah, it's mm. little. Okay. So um I feel just like Revenge of the Sith just does it. And war, you know? It's it's one of these yeah. things like you, Best opening crawl of all time for sure. Oh, that'll be a conversation we will have in the near future. That because I want to <sighs> talk about that. That Big or, time. Ooh, yeah, we got to talk about that later because I'm like, that or Force Awakens, man. I don't know. Like, Ooh, pretty good. Uh, but Jerry, what is, your, what is your opinion on the Revenge of the Sith opening? I can go on forever. What is yours? The, the way this is working out because I did know, um, because I'm just going on straight feelings right now in the moment. 
Um, Revenge of the Sith is my most fun. Yeah, cool. Yeah, dude. Wait it was minute, almost. That's like, awesome. We're so alike. We have no differing opinions, guys. This is <laughs> welcome to the most boring well, show on the internet. I, after this, I want to get into the thematic like aspect of stuff, like the visual well, stuff, which is interesting. So keep going because the, well, and I love you'll, you'll see. I love that we're like. We have these same two openings, but we have them switched. Yes. You know? Yes. For different because, reasons, man. Well, and I I think I would that is the best opening. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe a, even a week ago. But just, mm-hmm. w- like, you talking about it and me even just thinking right now back on, like, how much I love that opening of TLJ. Of course. And stuff. But this... How much fun stuff is in it, even though it is the end to this horrible, horrifying war. And by the end of this, yeah. our hero is going to like kill Be kids and <laughs> yes. kill his wife, and it's going to end bad. But that yes, whole definitely. opening, so fun. And the drums, are you kidding me? That's that like amazing. one of the best. Like from the opening crawl into it's it gets it's your heart beating as oh. you like enter this final chapter of Anakin Skywalker for now. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, yeah. it, seriously, bum, 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 bum. It's, mm. and like you said, all the stuff you said, the fly around, which I saw someone doing a parallel of Anakin and Obi-Wan's fly around with Poe's fly around. Um, ah. One of the final order star destroyers when, you know, the galaxy fleet is showing up. Sure. Um, that's a good comparison, I think, but it's it, Interesting. Know, different things because, you know, you go into chaos with Revenge of the mm-hmm. Sith. You go into almost salvation with sure. uh, Rise of Skywalker there. Yeah. Which there's a I'd love to do a, a, an episode someday, guys, uh, me and Scotty, whoever else, on the parallels maybe between Revenge of the Sith and Rise of Skywalker because I feel like there's oh, more than we on. think, man. Dude, there's a, there's a, there's a ton. ton in there. There's a ton. But it's like, like opposite storytelling, it's interesting. Oh, but dude. anyway, anyway. But anyway, just everything there, man. Like I love, I have forever loved. Well, you talked about the music for one thing. John Williams, the maestro, oh, mixing so all unique. the pre like pool themes, new stuff like from Revenge of the Sith mm-hmm. for the prequels, with so many like like the Force theme plays in and out, and it's like yes, it, there are moments like I we talked about in DNA of Star Wars, like the moment with uh, Anakin blowing up the droid control ship, man. Where yes. you have the buzz droids, like when Anakin and Obi-Wan get attacked by the buzz droids. How fun is that sequence? I mean, just like the like, whole thing you is, you know, like him, like, tr- like we can't, I can't shoot him off because I shut off your wing. Let me just scrape him off with my ship. And like, yes, oh, such a fun moment. And the best moment. And we could have even talked about this on R2, mo- R2 we love you, I guess. <laughs> but like, uh, yeah. I love the moment where the buzz droid the last one gets onto Anakin's ship, crawls over to um, R2, and they're just, like, cheering uh-huh. him on, like, yeah, get him, R2, yeah. go! Get him, R2! And, like, he's, like, got his, <laughs> and, like, he's, like, they're dancing around, like, having a little, there's, like, a fight within a fight within fights, like, it's insanity. <laughs> and, like, George is, like, okay, I never thought about okay, that. I have a pitch for you guys. Uh, what do you think, what do you think <laughs> of this, Rick? Okay, we're gonna have a fight between R2-D2 and, and the little buzzsaw ball things, uh, the two two droids, uh, one ship. Uh, and, two and, droids, um, one ship. Uh, it's gonna be like a little boxing match in the middle of this giant battle, you know. And I'm sure Rick was like, you know, like, like <laughs> I can't even do it, Rick McCall. Dude, 
George. So dense. So dense. That's so dense. That's so dense, George. <laughs> I, but I absolutely do love it. As cheesy as it is, the whole thing, like, like Obi-Wan yeah. saying, oh, two, hit the buzz droid center eye, which is so Power Rangers, if you think oh, about it. Amazing. Like, the second season of Power Rangers when I was a kid back in the 90s where, like, they had the, if you remember, I'm going to date myself, they had the, like, henchmen that were, like, called putties. And, like, in the second season, whenever, like, Lord Zed took over, they had a Z on their chest, which was basically a button mm-hmm. that if you hit it, they would explode. Why would you put a giant button in the middle of your chest that makes you explode? Because it's awesome. And it looks cool on TV. And yes, kids it love is it. awesome. It's like, oh, I'm going to hit it the is. putty button. But, you know, <laughs> that's exactly the same energy as the Buzz Droid Center Eye. But I love that. Yeah. And then he gets it. And as it slides off, you got the dun 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 which is... Kind of the yeah. Falcon theme, if you think about it. Weird. But yeah, it is. <sighs> now it is. Man. It's killer. I, it's I love it's that. Where it leads to, it really has some of the best momentum. Yeah. That's why I think for me it is the best. It's got this, it's it's one of these things anytime you watch it, and I don't know if it's because it's Star Wars, but I'd imagine watching this with someone for the first time, they're like, they would be like, Man, this is oh, really dude. cool. Just like Dude, it's from 2005, and it looks like it's from 2035. It, the special effects have not gone down at Whenever all. the Blu-ray the collection came out, remains. like back in 2011, that was yeah. the one that looked the best. It was like, wow. Oh. That still looks amazing. Like, wow, good. Good. Yeah. Dude, it's it's one of these openings, and like... I guess I guess now we can get into a little bit of our honorable mentions. Jared, do you want to do that now? Sure. I mean... Honorable engine uh, moments? Man... There's too much, and I'm still there's on Revenge three. of the Sith, which I know we're going to be talking about it and stuff. But just man, there's, huh? Great, 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 great. Um, <laughs> we see a clone ejected from his ship. That's kind of crazy. And then the whole like, <laughs> what about Obi Wan cool. doing that flying leap out of the thing, like <laughs> like spinning around and like how yeah. over the top is all that stuff? Anyway, it's fun. It's great. <laughs> That's what makes it. It's great. all great. No, um, man, for like. Oh, oh I was that? just I was just trying to think of honorable were... mentions, but if you've got a point, go go oh. go. No, no, I've got I've got three honorable mentions that don't get enough love. Um, one of the ones I think is fantastic is Rogue One. It sets up. It's one of the weird ones. It sets up in a story kind of in the past, right. I guess you could say. I mean, Solo does that too, but not quite as significant. Like you really get to see this girl grow up, and I mean, it's beautifully done with Rogue One. You know, with like the Krennic ship going through the uh, the asteroid belt Ooh, around yeah. the planet. You know. Uh, yeah, and then he kind of goes down, and like it's this weird. I mean, I think it was shot in Greenland or something. It's in this yeah, ex- just like a black str- sand beaches, strange and environment. Just like that, yeah, looks like it rains all the time and stuff. Like, yeah. yes, it's green Lamu, too. It's weird. I believe is uh, the name of the planet. Lamu. Yes, yes, that is the Lamu. name. Um, honorable mention for me. That's a honorable great mention. One. What it what it sets up is good. Stardust. That whole thing oh. is amazing. Um, another honorable mention. Um, you know what? It's funny. The Phantom Menace is good, and we could talk about the Jedi introduction, but I think it has a little bit of a weak introduction to me. That's just mm. me. But Attack of the Clones is one of the ones that starts off really strong with the explosion Ooh, yeah. and the like. The assassination attempt kind of kind of sets up how important Padme is okay. for once, and that that's the kind of thing that often gets overlooked. Um, and I guess my last honorable mention is The Force Awakens because of what it does thematically. You have this moon that's so bright 
and then it gets obscured, like almost like by a dagger. Oh, it goes yeah. through, and then it's completely covered by shadow. And then it, you just all of a sudden see this transport come down, and the music's really the music is amazing. And you see these stormtroopers, this these stormtroopers you've never seen before, right. you know, and. It, it you go down the surface and you see you know BB-8 for the first time. It's just like it. The Force Awakens has that way of throwing right. you into the moment. It's almost a parallel visually to what we get with a yeah, hundred percent. Stormtroopers come down and invade. Like you feel the vastness of that Star BB-8. Destroyer, especially in theaters. You remember that? Oh yeah, that was like oh, whoa. Yes, dude, I remember that vividly. Like he totally huge. was going for it was that. Huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was, and it then was all those so stormtroopers well looking and, uh, like they're they're like in a uh, uh, um, I don't know like a My Chemical Romance music video or something, you know? <laughs> like like that's something. Talk about you know, things like we've never seen in Star Wars before. We all thought I thought that that's was just true. in the trailer because that shot was in the trailer, like the quick like. Yeah, I was like, oh, never put that in a Star Wars yeah. movie. Oh, was I wrong? Well, the the introduction also does you you learn that like. Not all stormtroopers yep. are just mindless, and that's a really cool thing for Star Wars. You learn that they all have a personality in its own weird way, and like Finn has to, Finn, you know, they think it's the Force now, which is great to me. The Force speaks to him in that moment when he gets to Jakku, and he realizes what he's doing is bad. And uh, yeah, I don't know. The Force Awakens doesn't get talked about enough. Um, it's definitely an honorable mention for me. I couldn't find a great category to put it in, but it's one of the ones I can go off on. Uh, and uh, yeah, I love it. Rogue One. Uh, Attack of the Clones and um, what did I just say? Must really, you must really like it, Jerry. What are the years? Man, I don't. Those are great picks. Those are great picks. Um, Thank you. I'm sitting here trying to think that I I don't know. There's so many good. uh, I I love the Phantom Menace. Of course, you guys know everything. Kind of about where. I don't know, it, it like starts off in space. It was the first time we'd had any Star Wars, which again, I was too young to remember this. I didn't watch the other ones in theaters, but like to see, I'm sure, like how is this going to go? It's like Star Wars, but it's different. It's new. It's, it's in a different time. Um, yes. To see the whole, yes. you know, talking on the view screen and, and landing in the, the like hangar walking to the conference room, the whole talking, just how cool it is. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you guys know that whole opening fight sequence with, you know, the Dioxys oh. and all that. I, I won't go listen off on Listen to our episode with Ken Knapsack. Go, go to... Yeah, yeah, go back and listen to our episode oh, with Ken. It's killer. I, it is killer. I deep-dived on it. But I love that. Um, ah, man, I'm trying not to give it to... Force Awakens 2 because I, I really dig that one. Well, you know what's um, funny? It, I want to say this too. We didn't really mention that much of original trilogy. Maybe just we just know it so yeah. well. But like, well, I, I want to say. I, I feel like I know it. But for me, the original trilogy, like the first opening shot of A New Hope is iconic. Mm-hmm. And we've like said that that's, you know, that's in the Hall of Fame. We're good. Yeah. I, I mean, the opening of Empire. Empire is like my favorite, but maybe. Uh, Return of the Jedi is a sleeper hit. I'm going to, I think I'm going to right now off the top of my head. Okay. I think I'm going Empire for honorable mention. Dude. And John Hoey, please don't come attack me on Twitter. (laughs) I'm not saying it's underrated, overrated. I I, I love it. It's my, it's the best Star Wars film. 
it's not my favorite right now. Yes. It's my second favorite. Well, it's just the whole but, uh, Imperial Probe <clears throat> droid is sick. You see it go to different that, places. And like the whole thing with Luke and like we're getting the friendship between him and Han now. Yeah. You can tell they've been through stuff together. Yeah. That's a great that's a great opening. That is awesome. And I didn't think about that. It, it, there's I mean, it's because I think I think the original trilogy openings, we we have them built up in our heads. But I have thought this before, and again, by by listeners and subscribers and all that stuff, you guys hate me now. Um, they're all just it's all start star destroyers. Yeah, it's like the same star destroyer yeah. every time. It, it's weird. It's I don't they know go when... into something different, but you know what I mean. Yeah, it's weird. The it's... prequels got really varied, Dude, with their opening, and then and even t- the, sequel and then, then the sequels too. did too, and the 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 one the, the, I guess the spinoff films because like it's weird, man. Like it, it that is a good point. I hadn't thought about that. They are all the same, which is right. Mm, it's kind of weird to say that, but like. Obviously, I mean, just main, mainly the opening shot is always of like a star destroyer. Yes, yes. But from again, it starts there, and then we're like, "Are we going with probe droids? Yeah. Are we following the Tanta V four? Yeah. Are we going to the Death Star too? Mm-hmm. Who knows? We'll find out. It's interesting. But my final, sorry, that, I know that's I know I just dangled like a giant piece of steak in no, front dude, of you, dude. It was. But it's, I'm going to break. I'm going to break the rules a little bit, oh, or I'm going to be a little. Here um, we go. I'm going to be a little presumptive. Uh, presumptuous, presumptuous, preemptive. I think it's preemptive. Um, preemptive is like a preemptive. Yes. Yeah. Preemptive and presumptuous. Maybe. I don't know. Um, I'm I know not good with them dictionaries. Words. I don't know what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm going to cheat and say that my third honorable mention is the opening of the Siege of Mandalore movie that is oh. soon to be released <laughs> after everything's all edited together because it, it's happening. I mean, come on. Yeah. I know we said no TV and stuff like nah. that. Um, I don't know, man. I, I, I agree. I love the original Clone Wars movie for its part mm-hmm. in the story and it, the introduction of Ahsoka. But that show definitely found its stride. Yes, uh, as it went. Oh, dude! And totally. I don't know. I think we would have we would have like forgiven it a little more if you know if it was like just the episodes on TV. But mm-hmm. um, I think the opening of the Siege of Mandalore film with the whole sequence on the bridge with Obi Wan and the two twelfth with Commander Cody, like the the introduction of Obi Wan. Oh, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Where he like comes in and saves Cody's life. And it's it is knowing that, full well where we're gonna go. Oh, and I don't want to get in because we sizzle, 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 but like knowing <laughs> how Cody's gonna unintentionally out of his control turn his back on Kenobi yep. in like maybe twenty four hours, forty eight hours in a, like a week or whatever, like mm-hmm. half a week. That dude is gonna like shoot to kill at yes. Obi. Yes. He, all that to the whole like Anakin being like, what are you doing down there? Like <laughs> dodging the, this could almost be the most fun opening for real. It's talk about th- this whole sequence gave Anakin Skywalker, his sail barge assault moment for us. See, I'm glad down to the, the music. A hundred percent. Well, cause I'm going to go off the rails real quick too. Mandalorian Go. has Go got one of the best introductions as well, just for the character. Ooh, that like doesn't you count. just, well, you, you know, I'm just kidding. It, but you <laughs> I'm know, joking. I made that rule up earlier. But if you want to say it, you can bring it up. I mean, the Mandalorian has mention. this because where the Mandalorian starts in the beginning of the season is mm. not where he ends. It's amazing. Oh. That's that's why yeah. I like it because you you're set up for something 
And by the end of the, literally by the end of that 40 minute episode, you are just, you're like, holy crap. Like, and it's funny. You could say all you want. Subverting your expectations is a thousand percent what had to, what happened with that episode. Mm -hmm. I don't care what you say. You can say, but that does not matter. John Favreau and Dave Filoni, a thousand percent subverted your expectations with showing you baby Yoda. And I don't see none of y'all bitched about that. Oh, pardon my French. I mean, it's true. My subscribers. It's true. It's true. No. It drives me crazy. It is true. And we, again, um, we're probably going to be back to Fridays after this episode. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you guys on Fridays, part of the Bombadcast Network, which you just does. So. Oh, man. No, Jerry, I, I, I love talking about this. That, this was a good a good discussion, truly. Like I, it I would great. love if people in the comment section comment your best favorite and most fun. Give us your honorable mentions. I mean, you can always message us at, at Bombadcast too on on the tweet us whatever. You can even find us in the network. Like we we'll talk about this with you one on one. Yeah. So in the comments I, here on the video on YouTube, yes, like yes. tell us what your like favorite openings are. Like tell it like shout us out on Twitter, man, on Facebook. Uh, totally. Shout it out at Beyond the Blast Stores, man. Yeah. Like, tell them, you know, like, tell, tell us what are your favorite, ask like, Pete opening what his moments, favorite man. is. Ask Shannon. Ask Josh and Andy. I mean, David, they'll tell you because this is We're a, not gonna. No. We know, we maybe. Already, we already no. did. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, well, yeah, who cares what they think, well, you know? I mean. It, it's interesting because I've, you know, I could sit here and go in circles about this conversation, you know? It's it's one of those like I feel like you can have this conversation at celebration, you know. You oh, can have dude. this conversation yeah. with with your parents if they've seen all of them. You know, it's it's weird. Star Wars is good right. about that. It is an Star accessible is conversation. That. It's I bet it would be an interesting conversation to have with a, a quote unquote normie with you know. I, yes, yes. Uh, um, but yeah, I mean, yeah. I I didn't think about that. It, it is a good mm -hmm. one to bring up. It's like, what do you think the best opening of a Star Wars movie is? There you totally. go. There's your icebreaker, guys. Yes, your when you, you're at a bar. You're at a bar, and you see that beautiful uh, Rodian across, and you're like, "Man, that Rodian's looking fine." And you want to go talk to that. Her antenna are banging. Woo! Yes, look at those wow. things. The, the the little snout is beautiful, and you want to go up Her to suction like, what is cups. The best? I, I never mind. <laughs> That's some of the best. Woo, no, she's got good suction cup fingers, man. I feel like anyone could talk about this. I mean, I'm I'm gonna even call Eric after this and, and just be like, man, what is the best favorite, most fun oh, introduction? Because it's definitely there. And uh yeah, hopefully hopefully this will stem stem or or create some conversations for you and your your people you're going through quarantine with. I mean the cat will tell you some incredible responses, I'd imagine. Just By this time in mescaline. quarantine, the cat probably is talking to you. I yes. understand. You yes. guys saw you guys saw Jack show up uh, last Saturday on the stream. Yes. He loves his attention. <laughs> So totally. he sits at the bottom but, uh, of our stairs. Like both of our, our bedrooms are all upstairs and we have a baby gate on currently just so my yeah. three-year-old doesn't, you know, break her neck or anything. Cause they're, they were built in the 1940s and they're like two inches wide. Um, every morning without like, without pause, 7 a.m., 6 a.m. Bang, 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 bang. Meow. Bang, 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 bang. Meow. Blank, 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 blank. And I'm up there really trying to not – to come up with a way to not go down there with a pillow and just – Yes. Because 
I'm just kidding. I'm not going to do it. It's just you guys know what it is. You know what it is. Cats, they want their attention. They want it now. Um, they do. Yep. Yep. Well, bye, guys. Check no, out the Bomb uh, cast. No, no. Um, so, yeah. So, <laughs> do, talk to your cats about it, really. This is a fun conversation. Hopefully, you will have this with us on Twitter. So, when you're watching this on Beyond the Blast Doors, YouTube, or if you're listening to this right now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, whatever, just reach out to us. I want to hear your opinions on this as well. So, uh, yeah. If you had fun today, by the way, if you had fun, please, on this video or in general, just subscribe you'll get notified and you click that bell you get notified literally by everyone that posts in this so you've got monday tuesday Wednesday, great Thursday, shows. friday and saturday there is all materials posting all things posted we're posting on saturday and live shows on thursday and friday it's it's just a great lineup share it with your people you know share the people that you love rate us Five stars on iTunes if you feel generous enough. We want to make sure that we get this quality content out to everyone. Don't, and that Don't people, use your energy for one-star reviews, please. That's Why no. are you using your energy for that? You can just Too not. Work. You can just not and get the same point. Yes. Yes, exactly. I'm just saying. Just saying. Exactly. Um, so, yeah. And if you really liked it, if you really like this for some reason and you feel compelled, by all means – Go and support our Patreon. You'll be supporting six other, uh, I guess, podcasts Amazing as well Amazing shows, and man. Amazing content creators. Some of the best. And then us. Some of the best. And, uh, yeah, you can, keep up with us, uh, you can keep up with us online, of course, at Bombadcast. Uh, Jerry, where else can the people find us as well? Some other Well, you can find us, you know, always uh, on beyondtheblastdoors.com yep. now, uh, yep. where you can go for Star Wars news for opinion, for all of our friends, all of our shows that are on the network. Uh, go check out all their stuff there. You can find information you need uh, for, for all those shows. Uh, follow us, uh, you know, again, at Bombadcast. Look for Bombadcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Yeah. Uh, we have a Facebook group, the Bombad Fam, a Bombadcast official group on Facebook, and we're hanging yep. out there. With everyone now because everyone's home because of quarantine. So it's not just mm-hmm. the boomers and the you know other people. We're hanging out with everybody on Facebook. <laughs> and uh, uh, also, you want to call us? You want to leave a message for the Bombadcast yes. or any we of didn't the mention other this. shows? This is amazing. This is going to be such a fun Can thing to do. Can you believe that? We're, we're going to probably center a lot of the episodes around this because we love hearing your opinions. Obviously, yes. you want you to comment to us and, and let us know things. But this in particular, I'm super excited for. There is a phone number you can call us at and you can specifically, you know, leave a message for Bomb Badcast, Holla Chronicles, Around the Galaxy. You can leave a message for all of us. And the number is 3312-BEYOND, okay? And that would be 331. So write it down. Make sure you put it in your contact you list. Can you can put it on us. the lower third too, Scotty. Yes, yeah, like right yes. below you. We're fancy now. Like, oh yes, hold on. You, you, you talk about it. I'll get it typed in, guys. I'm using my hands for no reason. Uh, this means nothing to the audio listeners. Uh, you can call us now. You can call us. You can leave us a message, and and possibly hear it on the show. How wild is that, so Anthony? Cool. Rural farm boy. I know you're like you're you're waiting to do that for all of us. Um, who knows, guys? You might have shows like they might be all for, for for all the other shows, but you know what? If you want to leave us a message here or there, like maybe every year or so, that would be great. 
But again, maybe, hey, Scotty's <laughs> right. Maybe we'll uh, use our own uh, thing. But that is well, three, I'll, three, I'll, one, two beyond. So I want to say this. Um, Pete Fletzer for Around the Galaxy, who is a part of our network, he had this offered up for his 50th episode, right? Yes. And Jerry and I actually both left phone calls to this number. So that is 331 dash, or I guess whatever it's called, two beyond. Okay, so the number is 331-223-9633. That is the easiest way to get in touch. Okay, Screenshot. That's the number you can call. So, yeah. Pretty exciting stuff. That's new for us. It's going to be really it's crazy. Cool. Yes, I feel like a telephone crazy. now. It's like, give us a call. Yes, we really do. We've got to help. <laughs> We've got to help all of the cats who are now talking yes. because their humans have been home long enough that they know that they actually can talk. We need to find yes. jobs for their humans and, and homes for their humans. Um, stuff oh, for man, them to do. Awesome. Maybe a hobby. Maybe a puzzle. But Maybe call. Puzzle. Call and relieve those poor cats. Now you can play. Maybe they'll make a podcast. And then, like, have like shots of us, like on a couch eating potato chips, right? And like a cat, like rolling its eyes or something. Like this. This has been a great episode. This is yeah. I please stop me. Land. We have um, to land this airplane train combination. We have to land it on the tracks. And we will do it right now, Jerry. (laughs) What should the wonderful people at home do, my brother? Well, you should, um, of course, just keep subscribed to this channel. I know we talked about Ryan Johnson and all of them a lot, but you'll get over it. It's okay. Hit the Um, bell button. And always, I say, what am I doing? Holy cow. (laughs) That was weird. That That was was odd. (laughs) And always, I say, I'm Yoda now. Peace, guys. Stay bombay. I'm done. I'm pulling a Scott. Goodbye, Gerald. Stay bombay, my friend.